Teen Idol David Cassidy was on a media tour promoting his new self-titled album when I interviewed him for a current affairs program. It was aired on DC 103.5 radio in Orangeville. The music director at the radio station approached me with a puzzled look on his face, I remember, asking if I would be interested in interviewing David Cassidy. Maybe he thought I was going to say no, but I said, of course, and explained how as kids growing up in the 70s, my sisters and I would religiously watch The Partridge Family. The station at the time was playing a cut from the new self-titled album, a song called Lying to Myself. Now, before the interview, I was told... Do not ask him any questions about his time playing Keith Partridge. Instead, I was told to focus on the album, the upcoming tour as well, and that more or less eliminated everything I knew about David Cassidy. But I did ask, and he explained his reluctance to reminisce. Here's my six minutes with David Cassidy. I'm uh, excited to hear about your latest, uh, your latest record. I hope everything goes well. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate you um, adding the record and playing it. Um... It's been going great. I, the uh, single's just screaming up the charts in America, and I understand here, too. So um, it's great to be, be welcomed back like that. I saw you on a BBC variety show about six years ago when I was in England, and uh, you were singing your latest single at the time, which was, was, do, was doing well on the British pop charts. Uh, I want to ask you, why did you travel to England for your musical comeback? What is it about England? Because I know Donny Osmond went there, too. Well, I went there because uh, my writing partner at the time was British and lived there. His name was Alan Tarney, and I went there and recorded there, and that's where it was first released, and then it went to Europe. And The week my album went top 20 in England, um, before we came over here with it, um, my record company was bought up by another label, by a bigger record company, and they fired everyone. And I got into an ensuing two-year litigation with them, and um, ultimately the record never came out in America. So I was rather disappointed, and uh, I went back to work in the theater and uh, assumed basically that I wasn't going to go and make records anymore. I just continued to write, and um, I started. I came back to L.A. after I finished in the West End in 87 and started writing, and I went on a radio show in L.A. and got three offers from three different labels after they heard the songs I had played, my demos, songs I had written, and um, I started making this record for Enigma. So basically, this is it. I mean, it's the first record I've released in North America for 12 years. Mm-hmm. And the latest single is called Lying to Myself. Yes. Does the music on your newest project have more of a dance-oriented sound, or is it more rock-oriented? Oh, I wouldn't say it's more dance-oriented. I would... Um, I, hate to, I hate to put a label on it. Uh, but just yeah, so it's a difficult it. thing to do. I mean, there's a track... Um, I don't know. I'm no good with labels. <laughs> I, I, it's just... For me, it's... Um, it's probably the most revealing record about myself. Um, the songs are the most, um, I think, uh, open uh, and I think more revealing lyrically about who I'm, I am, and I suppose musically as well. It's a pretty aggressive record in that respect. Tell me a bit about that. What do we hear about David Cassidy that we never knew before? Well, um, I'd have to get into lyric by lyric through the songs, but about... Uh, what the human condition is all about, and I think my own fragility, fear, um, strength. Um, a lot of, uh, there's a song called Boulevard of Broken Dreams, which is about, kind of a semi-autobiographical, about um, Hollywood and fame. And um, I, I think that there's a song called Message to the World, which is more or less about people who are incarcerated, and um, about people who 
are no longer in our consciousness, like Terry Waite, Terry Anderson, and the hostages, etc. I'm not. It's, I'm not a terribly political guy, but I'm pretty moved by what's been going on um, with them, and certainly now with what's happening in the Middle East. Uh, it's certainly in my consciousness, and I think that it's important to just show as much and reveal as much about yourself as you possibly can. People get some insight as to who I am, and uh, there's a lot of up-tempo sort of rocking stuff too. And mine and myself is really uh, one of those, I think, tougher, more rock pop records that I've ever made. And hopefully, um, I mean, the reaction thus far has been fantastic, and uh, it's just great to be back. Are you getting asked a lot about the character you played in that uh, early '70s television show? Well, um, I, I think initially people say. Um, I know that you don't want to talk a lot about it, and uh, the truth is that I could talk all day about it, and I have talked a lot about it since I've done it. I'd rather talk about what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. Um, I have no problem with it. I really embraced it. And there's a song called High Heel Sneakers on my new album where I use even a little a little sample of I Think I Love You. <laughs> so um, I have good feelings about it. I have very good feelings about all of it. I just want to move on and talk about what I'm doing now as opposed to what I did 15 years ago. Well, moving on, David, uh, what's up for you in 1991? Do you have uh, any tours planned? or? In fact, uh, yes, I'm going to do, I'm definitely going to come through America and uh, through Canada. Um, I hope to go actually around the world and tour with this album. You know, it's been um, a long time since I've been out on the road, and I'm really looking forward to doing that again. Uh, that's ultimately how you cut it or you don't. And um the record's been so well received, and both critically and I think now um, commercially by the uh, radio. And and I, I just hope that I can go out and play a lot of the the current stuff, and then consequently be able to do a lot of the old stuff. I know if I went to see David Cassidy, I'd want to see all of it, and um, that's what I intend to do. Well, David, do you have a band together now, or do you plan on asking a lot of the musicians that worked on your album to tour with you? Um, yeah, I'm going to put musicians together. I mean, a lot of, I guess, the nucleus of the people that played on my record hopefully will go out with me, and um, a lot depends upon when I get back. I've been out on a promotional tour for six weeks, so I haven't done anything except um, the last couple of days in Toronto. I got I got a guitar up in my room and started playing again. You know, I've been out doing a city a day, so when you're traveling every day and you're doing interviews and talking and doing TV and radio, there's not a lot of time to do anything else, but um, that's what I intend to do, and Hopefully after the new year, when the new album takes hold and people get a chance to hear it, that's what I'll be doing. I would meet him after that interview at a record release party I was invited to at a Toronto club called Lee's Palace. My sister Ivana and I attended the event and we couldn't believe the crowd of people. After 20 years, they swarmed around him in order to get a picture. Now keep in mind, he's 40 at this point and he's been out of the limelight for some time, but still... He attracted a huge crowd, and we were part of that crowd. I brought my camera along to get photos of him with my sister, and she attempted to take photos of me with David Cassidy. The record company, though, had people with Polaroid cameras clicking photos and giving them to everyone instantly. We compared photos after and noticed David Cassidy looked the same in all of them. So here's a guy who had for years practiced posing in front of a camera and knew what to give the fans. The other thing we noticed was that except for the haircut, he essentially hadn't changed much in the 20 years since we saw him on TV. I've posted those photos from the Lee's Palace record release party on my website, joepavia.com. You can also check out other interviews on that site or download them through iTunes and SoundCloud. And you can rate the interviews on iTunes. Thanks so much for listening.